Father, we thank you for the songs that have been sung, the prayers that have been prayed, the opportunity to worship you in giving. And now as we look into your word, we ask that it will fall upon the good soil of our heart and gain great root. We thank you and honor you for this opportunity to speak into the lives of your people and ask that you will bless them and keep them in all things. We thank you for it all in Jesus' name. Amen. We are into our second episode of our series entitled Thanks and Giving. Thanks and Giving. Our opening thought for today is this. We are not to offer thanks to God only occasionally or when we get great or only when great things are happening. Instead, we are to give thanks in all circumstances. Let me hit you with that one more time. We are not to offer thanks to God only occasionally or only when great things are happening. Instead, we are to give thanks in all circumstances. If you remember last week when we started off with episode number one, we talked about gratitude's power is nearness to God. Gratitude's power is nearness to God. And in this episode, the subtitle is Thanksgiving Through Life's Storms. Thanksgiving Through Life's Storms. Our definition number one is thanks. Thanks is the expression or gratitude. An acknowledgement made to express a sense of favor or kindness received. Giving. Giving is the act of bestowing, conferring, imparting, granting, or delivering. And storm. Storm is an affliction, a calamity, distress, or adversity. Today we're going to be in 1 Thessalonians, the 5th chapter. We're going to go from verses 12 through 18 in the English Standard Version. And it reads as so. We ask you, brothers, to respect those who labor among you and are over you in the Lord and admonish you. And esteem them very highly in love because of their work. Be at peace among yourselves. And we urge you, brothers, admonish the idle, encourage the fainthearted, help the weak, be patient with them all. 15 says, See that no one repays anyone evil for evil, but always seek to do good to one another and to everyone. 16 says, Rejoice. Always. 17 says, pray without ceasing. 18 says, give thanks in all circumstances. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Father, we thank you for your word. We ask it falls upon the good soil of our hearts in Jesus' name. Now, in this great country of ours, in the United States, we 
celebrate Thanksgiving on the fourth Thursday of November. And most of y'all don't care about the fourth Thursday of November because when that day ends, then you get to go shopping on good old-fashioned Black Friday. But we're not going to talk about Black Friday. We're just focusing on Thanksgiving. And as we have talked about before, on Thanksgiving is the day that we come together and we eat four or five times and sleep six or seven times and watch all kinds of football or eat some more. Um, I don't know about you, but Thanksgiving is a day of celebration, a day of coming together, a day of trying different foods. It's just a day that you get to eat all you can eat and sleep all you can sleep and enjoy yourself. But the scripture does not indicate that this is a once a year type of thing. In the United States, we kind of do that. We, we, we give thanks on this special day. And I understand how uh, we've been taught that it was the day that the Indians and the pilgrims, they came together and they had this big old feast and all this other stuff. But there's more to it than just that Thanksgiving is something that should be happening in our lives every moment of every day. As we heard, give thanks in all circumstances, not just the circumstances that are appealing, not just the circumstances that we are enjoying, but in all circumstances. Why? Because this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for us to let, uh, let us know. To remind ourselves that in whatever circumstances we are in, guess what? God is there with you. God is with, sometimes you've got to remind yourself that God is present with you. And we have to remind ourselves that this situation is not greater than the God that is within me. One of the things that I want to remind everybody about storms is there are three conditions for a storm. The first condition is you're going into the storm. The second condition is you're in the storm. The third condition is you're coming out of a storm. But guess what? It just keeps going and going and going. But it, whether you are going into the storm, give thanks. Whether you're in the storm, give thanks. Whether you're coming out of the storm, most of us, that's the time we really want to give thanks when we're coming out. But if you get an attitude of thanking God in every situation, in every circumstance, he shows up and shows himself strong on your behalf. Amen. We have to make up our mind. We have to instill it in us that I'm not going to allow this circumstance to cause a break in the connection between me and my God. Amen. There's a lady by the name of Nancy DeMoss. She says that we should not be calling it Thanksgiving, but we should call it Thanksgiving. 
We should have this living, this lifestyle of always giving thanks. Day in, day out, morning, noon, and night, we should be thankful for God being with us and God providing for us. And how many of y'all have almost got hit by a car and y'all say, thank you, Jesus? How many of y'all hit a car and said, thank you, Jesus? See, you know, y'all ain't saying that. They all like, dang, nab it. I can't believe it. You are. You. But you have to kind of resort in your mind that if I can get the mindset of thanking God in everything, that causes me to see God in every situation. Even when it's the darkest moment in your life. When you call on the name of the Lord, he shows up and he brings light in the midst of darkness. Amen. One of the problems that we run into is that we hear the preacher say, thank God for the circumstance. That's not what I'm telling you. That's not what we're saying. We're saying in the circumstances. There are some circumstances that you've been in that you ain't going to thank God for. Because you ain't want to be in them in the first You didn't want to be in them in the first place, right? But even though I am in the midst of this situation, God, I thank you that you're with me. I thank you that you are here for me and that you're teaching me something in this situation. Because we, sometimes we get it twisted and, and, and you're going through and you're trying to say, God, I thank you that uh, uh, I don't have enough money. I, I thank you. No, that's not what he's saying. Even in the midst of you not having enough money, God wants you just to thank him for him being with you in the midst of that. There's a story of a, a, I told a, a person said that they had a, a bill that was due and so they didn't have the money, so they called the place, and the place said, no, that's not what we're showing. We're showing that uh, this is actually paid off. And the person was like, okay, and hung up the phone because they didn't want them to change their mind. Because God sometimes works things out in a supernatural way that you never would have thought of. But if we sit back and we look at the situation and we make the situation bigger than our God, which we sometimes do, then we start getting depressed. We start feeling rejected. We start feeling isolated. And God says, that is not how this is supposed to work. In the midst of the storm, God becomes an umbrella. He becomes galoshes. Y'all might not know what those are. Those are rain boots. He becomes a, rain, a, a wet weather suitor where the rain may hit you, but it just kind of goes off of you because you have protection on. You are protecting yourself. He's protecting us in the midst of the storm. He is with us. Sometimes we as believers think that now that I got Jesus, I'm not going to go through any trials. I'm not going to go through any pains. I'm not going to go through any difficulties. I'm not going to go through any sufferings. 
in this life. Well, whoever told you that or, or gave you that indication, I just got to be honest, and they kind of told you a little fib. Uh, no, they didn't tell you a fib. They told you a lie. They told you a big, bold-faced lie because... You are going to go through trials. You are going to go through pains. You are going to go through difficulties. You're going to go through sufferings in this life. But the key is you do not dwell in the pain. You do not dwell in the trial. You do not dwell in the difficulty. You do not dwell in the suffering. Why? Because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. And because of that, he takes you through and gives you victory. Because life can be brutal at times. Life can buffet us. Life can make us feel that we are down and out for the count. But when we call on the name of the Lord, he comes in and he lifts us up. He gives us the strength that we need to go forward. Amen. If you remember, Jesus said, I got to go to be with the Father. Why? Because if I don't go and be with the Father, then the Comforter cannot come. And if the Comforter comes, then you will be empowered even more and greater works will you do because the Comforter. And all the Comforter does, the Holy Spirit, he comes in and he directs us toward the truth. He directs us toward how God wants us to work in our lives. But the thing is... He is the person that will not twist your arm to do the right thing. Amen. I had to think of a nice way to say that. The Holy Spirit is not a WWE wrestler. He is a very nice, congenial person. He is Gentile, and he provides us with the direction that we need in order to adhere to the word of God. Why? Because first and foremost, God is what? God is always with us. Even in the darkest times. God is with us. And so in our dark times, Giving thanks is an act of faith rather than walking by sight. Amen. It's an act of us operating in faith and not by what we see. Why? Because we have to see beyond our circumstances and look to Jesus. See beyond the circumstances. Know beyond the circumstances because Jesus is our help. <laughs> Another thing that comes up is the fact that Jesus himself understands that we're going to go through situations. The Bible says we do not have a high priest that has not gone through the same things that we have not gone. He has suffered just like we have suffered. He has endured just like we have to endure. Yet he did it without sin. Why? Because he was locked into the will of the Father. And because of that, he was able to overcome every trial that came his way. 
Jesus went through tremendous pain and suffering for you and I. He, he, he understands how we feel. And last but not least, the Holy Spirit, he is there comforting, encouraging, strengthening, encouraging, encouraging, telling, comforting, strengthening. He's doing it all the time and we just have to lay back in that and not look at our circumstances and think our circumstances is greater than our God. The Holy Spirit, he, he loves to come when we are going through loss and pain and provide us with the word of the Lord that will help us to overcome the, tra the, the, the trauma caused by a situation that we have gone through that has caused us loss and pain. If you remember last week, I mentioned a young lady by the name of Johnny Erickson Tata. And she actually helped contribute to what is called the uh, to the, uh, the, the Beyond Suffering Bible. If you remember, she had uh, 18 years old. She was in a skiing accident, which made her a quadriplegic. And now she has an international ministry that goes around throughout the world providing wheelchairs for people that need them. And she says, life uh, as she, she made a study note for uh, Deuteronomy 31 and 8 in this state, life can be hard and circumstances can be unflinchingly difficult. But just as God told Joshua, God tells us that we need not despair. God is with us and goes ahead of us in every danger and challenge we face. Amen. Nothing can take him by surprise or catch him off guard. Now, what good news to know that God will never abandon those who trust in him alone. Amen. There was a song that said, trust in him and him only. You can depend on him. And then it goes in and says, you ought to try. Why? Because... It, sometimes we get in the midst of our storm. We get wrapped into the situation of our pain. We get pushed down by our trial and we lose sight of the God that is able. But Holy Spirit comes in and he reminds us to trust in the Lord with all our heart and lean not into our own understanding acknowledge him in all our ways and he will direct our paths and as we're doing that and changing our mind to go in the direction that God has called for us to go into we realize that he has already made a way in a situation where there seemed to be no way why do we allow ourselves or why do we position ourselves to go through these situations without the Lord? Why do we do that? It's because we begin to see within ourselves that we have to fix it ourselves because God is too busy to come help little old me. We begin to 
Imagine that God has better things to do than to help me. And we begin to say, well, if I wouldn't have done this, then I wouldn't be in this situation. So I'm just going to suffer through the situation. I know none of y'all said that. This is just some, some notes I picked up along the way. That you don't, you don't sometimes just tell God, don't worry about me because I don't deserve it. I know you don't say that because it, if, if you really think about it, it doesn't make sense to tell the person that has created you to not worry about you. However, but that's sometimes what we do, not necessarily in what we say, but in how we act. How we conduct ourselves. How we stand there and allow the situation to overcome us because we do not feel that we are justified in calling upon the name of the Lord. But I want to tell you this today, that the Lord is always standing by. He's always standing near. He's always available. He is there always. Every situation, God is there. God is available for you. God loves you so much that he wants to be involved in your situation. But as I said before, we have to thank him for being able to call on him. Lord, I thank you. I can call on you. And God, I need you in the midst of this situation. Lord, I thank you that you are present help in the time of trouble. You are a strong tower in the midst of the battle. And, and Father, as I'm going through this trial, I thank you that you're here with me, that I'm not here by myself. That they, they may be raising up their hands against me, but no weapon formed shall prosper against me because you are the God of all flesh and there's nothing too hard for you. God, you are always there. I thank you that your word is true. I thank you that I can lean on your word and I can find refuge in your word. I can relax in your word. I can be in your word. I thank you, God, that your word is true and everlasting. That you are there for me. And sometimes if you just step back and you just begin to Thank God for what he's doing. You'll realize that your blood pressure done went down. That your headache has dissipated. That your pain has been uh, alleviated because he is a present help. And when you ask him to help, guess what he does? He helps. And after he helps, guess what? You don't get a bill in the mail. You don't get uh, somebody coming to your house talking about you owe. He says, this is the benefit of you being my child. Amen. When we realize that God is there, 
Sometimes God is there before you get there. He's there. And as you begin to go through, you realize that it's already worked out for my good and for his glory. I just, I just want to just take a little moment right now and just tell you that, think about a situation that you may be going through right now. And just begin to thank God in the circumstance. Call out, the, God, in the, I'm in the midst of this, this situation, and I want to thank you that you are going to bring me out of this situation. You're going to bring me through this situation. You are going to make me victorious in this situation. Why? Because that is how you do business. You are the one that loves to show off his children. You are the one that loves to point out the obedience of your children to others. And you are a great and mighty father. You love your children immensely. Let me go ahead and call it a day with this. Our opening thought was we are not to offer thanks to God only occasionally or when great things are happening. Instead, we are to give thanks in all circumstances. My final thought is this. Even when we experience trials, we can give thanks for God's presence, his understanding, and his comfort. Let me hit you with that one more time. Even when we experience trials, we can give thanks for God's presence, his understanding, and his comfort. Let's apply that to our lives. Let us live by that. Let us give thanks that God is there, that God understands, and that he is going to comfort you in those situations. Amen? Amen. Now, if you don't have a relationship with Jesus, then you are not a part of the kingdom of heaven. And this, unfortunately, not unfortunately, but this is one of those benefits of a kingdom kid. That God is always there for them. God is always there with them. God is always there to comfort them. Why? Because we trust in him and we know that it's through him that we live, that we move, and we have our very existence. So if you don't have a relationship with Jesus, then this is the process that you need to go through in order to get established 
and set up that relationship. The Bible says, it's quite simply says, that if you confess your mouth, confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart, one believes and is justified. And with the mouth, one confesses and is saved. And everyone that calls upon the name of the Lord will be saved. You hear that word saved and it means rescued. It means delivered. It means rescued and delivered from the penalty of sin. The penalty of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Now, making that decision, I want you to know, does not leave you out there alone. We want to come alongside you. What we say here at God's house is this is not an individual event, but it's a team sport. We come together and we assist one another with accomplishing the goal of us building up God's kingdom. If you <clears throat> made that decision today, I want you to get in contact with us. No matter where you are watching us in the world, I want you to contact us. You can contact us by email at info at godshousecc.com or you can text us at 864-920-0100 and we will come alongside you assist you along this journey because we want you to have all the benefits that you are entitled to as a child of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Well, friends and family, that's it. Chapter, uh, episode number two, Thanksgiving through the storms, of life or Thanksgiving through life storms is in the books. Next week we'll be going into episode number three. I believe that it's another one of those ones that's going to motivate us to give thanks and have an attitude of giving to others that they will be encouraged. And until next week, God's blessings be upon you in Jesus' name. Amen.